Welcome to the Church in the Peak podcast. We hope you enjoy this message. For more information, visit churchinthepeak.org or come join us at 10.30am every Sunday. Told her 
Hannah could have told her, Alice could have told her, but actually it needed to be expelled because she's a nurse and she understands these types of things. So mum got it. So I was beginning to think after we'd had this conversation, I was impressed that she remembered and I was impressed that Estelle managed to do that. But I was thinking, who do we listen to in situations like this? It's really easy to go onto the, uh, the internet, to listen to podcasts, to listen to YouTube, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, WhatsApp, etc. There are loads of things that we can listen to. But actually, God has given us the Bible. And what is the Bible? The Bible is God's word for us. That's what it is. Just like Estelle's word had authority, God's word, the Bible, has authority. God speaking The Bible is a manual. The question that we may have about life and death, the past, the future, is all actually in the Bible. And it's God's word, it's his way of talking to us and leading us through our life. All your questions can be answered through the Bible. And it may be that you have lots of questions at the moment. You know, um, if you go into a hotel anywhere in the world and you stay there, there will be somewhere in the hotel room a Gideon Bible. And those Gideon Bibles are there because they lead people and help people when they're in difficult situations. We've just got a little one that I found this morning. It says, where to find help when you are in need or in trouble? When you're afraid of your circumstances? When you're being bullied? When you're broken hearted? When you're conscious of sin, when you're considering getting married, when you're coping with the death, coping with failure, desperate or troubled, doubting, feeling lost or unwanted, feeling inadequate. There's so many, there's about 10 pages of how we're feeling and every single one there is a verse that you can go to in the Word of God. God's Word to us which has authority that gives you the answer. In Psalm 119, verse 105, it says, Your word is a lamp to guide my feet and a light for my path. Your word is a lamp to my feet. It guides us. It leads us. And in this day and age that we're in at the moment, we need something to hold on to. We need something to guide us and to lead us. And God says, My word is the lamp. My word can guide you and lead you. And God says in the Psalms, delight in my word. Delight in it, read it, let it soak into you. And as you do that, you will be like trees planted by the riverbank, bearing fruit in each season. Your leaves will never wither. And don't we want to be like that? We want to be a people that have fruit that we can give to others. If you don't take in that goodness, then you can't give it out. And we want to be a church and a family and a community that gives out to others from what we have received from God. And he says, the way you do that is to delight in my word. Let it feed you. Let you be like a tree that's planted by the river that can soak up the water into its roots and bears fruit in each season. This is God's promise. 
Let's take hold of it. Delight in God's Word. You don't have to read 10 chapters a day. You can just read one verse and let God come and speak to you about that particular verse. Meditate on it. Just think about it. Let God speak to you. Your Word is a lamp to my feet. At the moment, our faith is taking a bashing with everything that's going on in the world. And God says in Romans, faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. You need your faith increased. You need your faith in God to be strong and secure. He says the way to do that is to read the word of God. It will feed your soul. So where do you start? You know, read the Bible. It's a huge book. Where on earth do I start? We would recommend that you start perhaps with John's Gospel. You know, it's Matthew, Mark, Luke and John in the New Testament. Start with John's Gospel. It's a great book to start with. Or indeed start with Matthew, which starts the story of Jesus and how he came and he died for us and his life. Start with one of those. Dip into the Psalms in the Old Testament, which tells of David's struggles with God. They're really real. They really just get to the nub of how you're feeling. God, where are you? Those are what the Psalms do. And God comes and answers. If you're not a Christian or you haven't got a Bible or anything, you can go and get a, the Bible app on your, on your phone. A little app, which you, is fantastic. It, just, it means every day you can just do a little bit. You can follow plans, how to build my faith, how to worship. What does this mean? What does that mean? You can do a book of the Bible, all sorts of things. They're on your phone every day and you can just go on and read. The Word of God is so important for us to read, so important for us. It's full of God's promises, full of God's plan for our life. You know, when, um, if you, in the old days, car, then you needed one of these. I don't know if you can see this or not. This is a Hayes manual. And uh, basically, if you had a car, certainly when I was a student, whatever car you had, you'd buy a Hayes manual. This is for a mini. And this book is probably the most boring book in the world, if I'm being honest. But if you've got a mini, then it's really, really important. Certainly before the days of the internet and Google and everything like that and YouTube, you would look into this book and uh, it will tell you how to change the gearbox in a minute, which is really, really important if your gearbox is broken. And uh, I mean, looking at it now, it's horrendous. It's all in black and white. It's so boring. And but if you've got a minute, it's what you need. And uh, they sell millions and millions of these for all different types of car. I remember my first car was a Ford Cortina, and I had a Hayes manual for a Ford Cortina. Now the thing about this book is, there is no way you're going to find me saying to Julia, right Julia, I'm just going in the lounge to read about how to change a gearbox in a Mini um, for a couple of hours. Because I haven't got a Mini anymore anyway, and I wouldn't do that, period. So this book actually becomes fairly useless. Now that is not the same as the Bible. The Bible is the book about our life. It's the book about our life now, it's a book about our life in the future, it's a book about from creation to the end of the world, the Bible covers everything. 
every answer you need in it. That is why we run an Alpha course, which asks the questions, is there a God? Who is Jesus? Why did Jesus die? Is the Bible relevant today? What about sin? Is there heaven? How do I become a Christian? What's going to happen in the future? All those questions are in the Bible and can be answered by the Bible. So the Word of God is really important for us to get into and keep in our hearts. I would encourage you to read the Word every single day. The second thing that is so important for us is worship. We love worshipping together. Those songs this morning were just amazing. They talk of God's glory. They talk of our trust in God. For we trust in our God and through his unfailing love we will not be shaken. Though the battle rages we will stand and fight. Though the armies race against us on all sides we will not be shaken. For in the hour of our darkest day, we will not tremble, we will not be afraid. Hope is rising like the light of dawn. Our God is for us. He has overcome. For we trust in our God and through his unfailing love. Worship is key. I would really ask you to worship every day. Stick it on loud in your kitchen or your lounge wherever and just worship God. It will change the atmosphere in your house. It brings truth instead of lies. The enemy will attack us with all kinds of lies about what is going on in the world, about what is happening. Worship changes. We speak and we sing truth. It brings perspective back. It gets us nearer to God. It brings us closer to God and always points us to Jesus, which is where our focus needs to be. Be filled with the Holy Spirit and as you worship, the Holy Spirit will point you always to Jesus. And as you worship, you'll find that your eyes will come off the problem and the problems of this world and be fixed on Jesus. Where does our help comes from the Lord? says that the time is coming. Indeed is here when worshippers will worship the Father in spirit and in truth. So we worship in spirit and as we do that the truth is the Father looking for the who will worship him in that way. You know God is looking for worshippers. He is looking for you to put your phone on, your CD on, your record on, whatever it is, you put it on and you worship. He loves it when we worship Jesus. So I want to encourage you, stick it on loud at home, no one cares anymore about how loud it is. Just put it on loud and let yourself get lost worshipping Jesus. Those songs we sang this morning are full of truth, full of how great God is. What an amazing Saviour is. That's what we want to be singing at the moment. The third thing is prayer. We have a weapon in prayer that is really, really underused. 
I'm really surprised at the moment that there has not been a call to pray for our country because our country needs praying for. We want someone to stand up and say we need to pray for this country. But if they're not going to do it, we can do it anyway. We can't even meet at our prayer meeting on a Friday morning together. But Phil sends a, an email every Friday just with some pointers of what to pray for. And we need to pray for this country. Because this country is far away from God. We need to pray for our National Health Service. We need to pray for those that are on the front line. That God will protect them and keep them. We need to pray for our government. That God will give them wisdom in how to deal with this situation. It's not a political comment. We just need to pray for our leaders. The Bible tells us to do that. It's this wisdom of God will be Let's pray for each other. Pray for our families. Pray for our church family. Pray for your own families for protection. Pray for the NHS. Pray for social workers, carers, shops that are open, hospitals, doctors, prisons. These places where people are on the front line, let us pray as a church for them. We begin to question, what is it all about? There must be more to life than this. And there is. We know there is. The answers are in the Word of God. The church has the answers. We need to stand up and people need to listen to what we're saying. Let's pray. God's will will be on earth as it is in heaven. That's what, how he teaches us to pray. Your will will be done on earth as it is in heaven. You know, Philippians says, don't worry about anything. Instead, pray about everything. Tell God what you need and thank him for all he's done. Don't worry about anything. Easier said than done. But we need to don't worry about anything because we're praying about everything. God's not getting tired of your prayers. He loves to hear from you. My mum said to me this week, do you think God minds that I praise him all the time? No, absolutely not. He loves it. 